Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan. So, you could probably hear it in my voice a little bit. I have a cold. Um, I'm getting over it. I'm on, I think, the tail end of it. Uh, the past, like, four days, I've sounded really hoarse, and I've, you know, I couldn't even really speak without my voice cutting out. So, I decided to wait till I felt better to do this review of the new Scream. I know I'm behind, because it came out in theaters, like, what, a few months ago? But I finally got to watch it, so if you're interested in my... My thoughts on the movie, this is for you. Um, also, Spider-Man No Way Home came out today on Blu-ray, uh, 4K, and DVD. So if, you know, you guys like your physical media, go out and buy it now. Um, I know that Walmart has an exclusive uh, slip cover for the 4K version of the movie. Um, it's the same price as the 4K because it's the, it's literally the same thing, but the slip cover is different than it is on the normal 4K. And then Best Buy has their Steelbook exclusive, and Target has um, an exclusive with, like, fan artwork and stuff on it. So, and then, of course, you have your normal Blu-ray and DVD. Um, So, that's out now if you guys want to go pick that up, or the other Spider-Man movies as well. But uh, we're not here to talk about Spider-Man, of course. We are here to talk about Scream um, 2022. So, Scream 2022, compared to the other Scream movies... I would have to place this probably after Scream 2. So, Scream 1 and 2 are by far the best Screams, um, in my opinion. And then, of course, Scream 2022 I would put behind Scream 2. Um, only because I would say Ghostface in this movie is a lot more deadly. And they really change up the formula, which I did like. Um, because it's never good to keep everything stale. Even though Scream, in my opinion, is a timeless franchise where you could just make a Scream movie every decade. And it would always be interesting because you're always having to guess the killer. Now we'll get into, you know, spoilers and why that was not very done well in this movie. But, um, outside of that, um, you know, Scream 2022 was very good. So let's talk about the beginning of the movie. They open up the movie and they introduce a really interesting concept with, um, Ghostface. Instead of calling Tara... With his normal voice, he gradually builds to that normal voice, and um, they're playing this, uh, you know, of course, like, you know, your horror movie trivia game, and Ghostface is essentially trying to get Tara to open her door, which she does, where he doesn't stab her, but slices her in the stomach. Um, and she falls to the ground, and they introduce, of course, New Day technology with this, where she touches her phone to lock the doors and stuff, and unlock the doors, um, which is interesting, because obviously, as the screen movies go on, you still have to, um, introduce newer technology, um, so, that was nice to see, (laughs) uh, new technology introduced, that's always, you know, stuff that they have to do in the screen movies. They have to update it with the, you know, future tech um, as time goes on. Uh, so you have that, which was done very well. But they did something very different in this movie. So Ghostface, instead of killing somebody in the first um, few scenes of the movie, Ghostface actually just stabs Tara a lot and breaks her ankle, which was really gruesome. But she survives, which is a different... Um, well, take on everything compared to how it is originally. So, when you take a look at Scream in the past, every person, 
introduced in the beginning of the movie would die. But now, Tara is the first one that survives. So, we eventually end up meeting the whole new crew of this um, Scream movie, which is basically descendants or uh, relatives of previous killers and survivors. So, you have, like, Randy's um, sister's kids, so, like, uh, niece and nephew, um, you have the nephew, I believe, of Stu, who gets killed very early on in the movie, you have, um, fuck, some of the characters, I'm not gonna remember, um, then, of course, you have Sam, the new main lead, who is the daughter of Billy Loomis, the original killer in Scream, and then, um, Let's see here. You got Wes, who's Judy Hicks's son. You have, of course, you know, you got Gale, you got Dewey, you got Sydney uh, from the original uh, franchise, you know, pretty much all the way up to this point, the legacy characters. Um, and then there's this new chick. I forgot to fuck her name. She's one of the killers. We'll get into that later on. But she lives in Stu's house. Um, and then you have Richie, who is the boyfriend of Sam, who isn't related to anybody. Um, so yeah, you get the point, right? A lot of new characters that are connected to legacy characters, right? So that's what's going on, um, in this movie. It's a lot of that. Uh, and so we get introduced to Sam and, you know, they reveal about her, her whole backstory and everything. But so let's talk about Ghostface in this movie and why Ghostface is much better than in previous movies. So, Ghostface in this movie not only uses the future tech to his advantage, but Ghostface himself is, and I always say himself even though a girl can be Ghostface because the persona of Ghostface is a man. Um, you know, there's always a stunt actor that's a guy that wears the suit and the voice of Ghostface is a, a man. So, that's why I'm always saying him. Um, so Ghostface, in and of himself, using the technology, being more brutal this movie, um, and more, I guess you could say, risk-taking, because literally Ghostface in this movie is killing people in broad daylight. Um, so I like the fact that they made this Ghostface a little different, a lot more riskier, a lot more brutal than in previous Scream movies. Now, as time goes on, you know, the gore and the kill count has to go up. So, you know, you can't just keep to the same formula of there's a little bit of blood here, a little bit of blood there, you know, to make it all actually like continue to progress you got to make the blood and everything just a little bit more each and every time which is how that uh well that's just how all that works so in my honest opinion um that's just that's just i think this ghost face is the best ghost face that we've had because it's like prior ghost faces in the past but done better and more gruesome so what about the suspense, right? Who is the killer? This is the first Scream movie that I have been able to guess the killers literally first time watching. So in Scream 1 with Billy and with Stu, it was hard to guess who the killer was, right? We all assumed Billy in the beginning of the movie, but then he got released by the police, which was a good throw-off because then we were like, okay, well, he can't be the killer, He's been proven to be innocent. He was still the killer. <laughs> so, Scream 1 did a great job in the aspect. Stu, on the other hand, I always had, like, you know, I always was like, oh, he's probably one of the killers. But they did a good job with Billy. So, Scream 1, I guess one of the killers, but not the second one. Scream 2. 
much different story. I wasn't, and I was young when I watched these movies. Obviously, if I was older, I'd be like, oh, that woman. For some reason, they keep focusing on her, and it makes no sense. I would have been able to guess that she was the killer. And then you have that weird guy, but then I never would have guessed that he was the killer either, because sometimes they try to make you think the most obvious person is the killer, and then you don't believe it. Yeah. So, um, I, I, it was a little bit harder to guess the killer in the second one. In the third one, well, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know who the fuck the killer was in that one. That one was a pretty big shocker. Um, especially because Roman faked his death, so, you know, that, that, that didn't help. Scream 4, I think, was one of the best at concealing both killers, because I really had no idea who was the killer was in that movie. Um, and then in Scream 5... I knew exactly who the killers were. So, there's the new girl, right? I forgot, the one that lives in Stu's house. I forgot her fucking name. But, she looks psychotic. That's what gave me the killer vibes from her. And then, Richie, Sam's boyfriend, the reason I guess he was a killer is because, well, number one, he said he didn't watch horror movies. And then, as Sam was driving away, he's like, in these kind of movies, you're supposed to stick together. And that was a dead giveaway. I'm like, so the guy that said he doesn't watch the Stab movies is now saying horror movie rules. Like, it was a dead giveaway that he was one of the killers. I knew that he was one of the killers from the beginning of the movie. And I, and I stayed with that. I stayed with the fact that, okay, these two people are the killers, and they were. So the unfortunate thing about Scream 5, or Scream 2022... I knew who the killers were the entire movie, and they didn't even do a good job of hiding them. But, they made up for a lot of that, for that shortcoming with everything else. Staying true to how Ghostface, you know, plays his game, making him more brutal, um, making, um, the legacy characters not outshine the new characters, but actually add something to the movie. So, like, Dewey being, well, Dewey adds something to the movie. Gale, I would say Gale, if anyone, was probably the least utilized out of the legacy characters. Cindy comes back, or Sydney comes back, and she does a great job, as I would expect her to do, um, and plays her role very well. But all the new characters, I have to say, I actually like. Um, that's one thing that slasher movies always have a problem with is making new characters for you to give a shit about. Let's take Halloween 2018, right? Everybody cares about Laurie Strode. Allison, though, and Judy Greer's Karen, I didn't really care for them. Like, don't get me wrong, they were not terrible characters, but I just didn't really give a shit about them. Like, when Karen died in Halloween Kills, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Like, we all knew somebody was going to die in this movie. We figured it was going to be Karen, and it was Karen. Because you're not going to kill Laurie Strode off, and you're not going to kill the youngest one off. You're going to kill the one in the middle. So, that being said, um, when it came to Halloween, the characters that they brought on screen are not as memorable as the screen characters because each screen character is actually interesting they have a dynamic story like you have the twins right you know you've got the older brother that's into like the really crazy looking chick and then you got his sister who is a lesbian and doesn't approve of his girlfriend 
Um, and they're both funny and know the rules of a horror movie, especially um, the uh, girl twin sister. I don't remember everybody's names. I've only watched the movie once. Um, and so you, you have those two and they're very interesting. Then, of course, you have Tara, who in, in this movie is pretty much just hurt the entire time. Um, but her character is likable. I've always liked the actress that plays Tara. She's played in many other movies, and I believe she also played in that one show on Disney. Or maybe it was Nickelodeon. I don't know. It was, it was one of the two. But anyways, the, the point being, like, you know, she's a good actress. Granted, she, she couldn't really do much this movie. Sam, a very interesting character, you know, battling inner demons while trying to help her sister out who she loves. You know, that's great. I love that dynamic about her character. There's a lot going on. Um, and then, of course, you know, you, you, Richie was just kind of there. I mean, I didn't really give a shit. Same thing with the crazy chick that turned out to be the killer as well. Didn't really care about her. Um, Wes's character died. He wasn't anything crazy special. Um, but he clearly cared about Tara. Um, so you knew that there was, like, there's something of substance there. Um... But at the same time, uh, I think they really relied on girls that have watched 13 Reasons Why to be like, oh, no, I don't want him to die. And then he dies and then they'd be like, no, not not Wes. But, you know, for me, I'm just like, well, he's a caring dude, but there wasn't much to really explore with him. And then, of course, you have that one creepy dude that had an affair with one of the girls or abused her or whatever the fuck. And he dies real quick, who's Stu's nephew to Ghostface. So there's that. So most of the new characters were pretty well uh, likable and thought of, um, but I, I gotta say the the legacy characters. I Cindy or Sydney was utilized the best in my opinion outside of Dewey. Except the problem is with what happened. Obviously, Dewey died. Now, I believe this is a good thing because killing a legacy character off in a franchise where they've been in many sequels needs to happen to actually have stakes because in a slasher flick, right, there's never really any stakes because, yeah, people are dying, but the main character always survives. So to take a main character in the you know, franchise and kill them is a pretty big thing in a horror movie, right? It's like in Avengers when Iron Man dies or when they actually made the villain win in Infinity War with Thanos. Taking those steps are needed to keep people engaged because if people just keep expecting the same thing over and over, all oh, the hero wins or the final girl survives or whatever, or all these characters survive again, you're not going to have an interesting dynamic moving forward. Nobody's going to be invested into your movie. Now, the main difference between Halloween with Karen, I didn't really give a shit about Karen. So when Karen died, it didn't really hit me at all. But when Tommy died, I was like, oh shit, they killed Tommy. I like Tommy. I'm sorry. Um... But when it came to the new Scream movie, it's a good movie, there's a lot to like, but the villain's motive, that was one of the weak points. I would say with Ghostface, outside of Ghostface killing and doing Ghostface things, the people under the mask, you knew who they were at the beginning of the movie, 
So that's a downfall. And then the fact that their motive is like, oh, we want to make this horrific event happen so they can make a good movie on it because we were on, like, Reddit and we met each other and we loved the old Stab movies and we wanted to make good horror movies again. So we decided to kill people and make, uh, and, you know, get this so famous that it turns into a movie. And I'm like, that's your fucking motive? Like, take a look at Scream 1, right? Billy Loomis had a great motive. You know, Cindy Prescott's mother slept with his dad, fucking up their parents' relationship, right? That was that was good motive. Scream 2, Billy Loomis's mom goes after Sydney for revenge, right? There's always that one killer that just wants to be famous, but there's normally one killer that has a legitimate motive, and it's like, oh, that makes sense as to why they would do it. Scream 3, perfect example. Roman was also... Sidney Prescott's brother and Maureen Prescott, a.k.a. their mother, disowned him, being like, hey, you're not my son, and that pissed him off, understandably so, so he, of course, goes and turns into Ghostface and kills a bunch of fucking people, uh, Scream 4, um, this is kind of where, like, this whole mentality of being famous and stuff started to come into play, which I really don't like that, in Scream, where, oh, I'm a killer because I want to become famous and make a movie or whatever. Like, to me, that's just so, it's so badly written. It's such a bad motive. It really makes the movie that much worse by having that be the motive. So I fucking hated that motive with the fourth movie. And same thing with the fifth movie. They're terrible motives. The best motives that there were were in the first three movies. Those had the best motives out of all of them. But I have to say, Scream, the new one, did a great job at a lot of other things. The motive wasn't great. Yeah, you could guess who the killers were. It was fairly obvious, but the kills were nice. Ghostface was still Ghostface. Uh, The legacy characters were utilized well. And the most important thing, the new characters introduced were likable for the most part, or they played their role to what they needed to be. Like, even the worst character in this movie, okay... Which, in my personal opinion, would be the crazy chick, the boyfriend of one of uh, Randy's uh, nephew, Randy's nephew's girlfriend. Um, You know, she was a very weak character, but even I thought she was funny at points, you know, or at least was a good throw off at the very end when you're trying to guess who the killer is, right? Because there was at a point in this movie where I thought maybe she's the killer. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, but that's like too obvious. So, that's the thing. I I really appreciated the new screen because they made likable characters, even out of the characters that were the least likable. And on top of that, you know, Ghostface was still Ghostface and more brutal. And they stayed true to the Scream formula while changing up some things. Instead of killing someone in the fur in the beginning of the movie, they are just injured the entire time. You know, you have the uh, group of kids at Woodsboro, except the main difference is now everybody's related to a killer or a victim, right? So there's a lot of different dynamics in this movie, but it's also feeling like an original Scream movie. The And like I said, yes, being able to guess who the killers are is a very important piece of Scream and being able to have that tell, you know, basically being like, oh, these are the killers, and you know, does suck, Um, but at the same time, it's also nice to have a movie that still feels like an original Scream movie, have good new characters, utilize the old characters well, raise the stakes, 
change some things up to the point where it's new, but it's not like trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, so the new Scream, in my opinion, is a solid 8 out of 10 movie. It's not like the best horror movie or slasher you'll ever see. But it's definitely a solid entry in the Scream franchise. And in my opinion, I put it up there in my top three because Scream 1 and 2, you can't beat them. They're pretty classics. Um, Scream 3 is a it's a good movie. I would say Scream 3 would be my uh, fourth favorite. And then Scream 4 is my least favorite. I'm not a big fan of Scream 4. Scream 3 I did like um, just because I thought Roman's character had a good motive, and the fact that they throw you off Roman being the character at one point, and it's the only Scream movie with one, yes, one killer. So, Scream 3, in my opinion, would be my fourth favorite. Scream 4 is my least favorite. Scream 2022, or Scream 5 would be my third favorite. Scream 2, then Scream 1. Scream 1's my my favorite out of, out of the Scream movies. I mean, it's the original, can't beat it. Um... But I think going forward, because they are making another Scream movie, which I'm kind of concerned about, that they greenlit it so quickly, you need to make it feel like this one. Do everything the same. Utilize legacy characters if you're going to use them the right way. Don't, like, oversaturate it. Like, okay, Halloween 2018. They used Jamie Lee Curtis too much, in my opinion. Because the more time we spend with Jamie Lee Curtis and her trauma of Michael Myers and her wanting to kill him, the less time we have to develop Karen and Allison. And Karen and Allison, in all honesty, were not developed at all. Now, Sam's character in the new Scream has an interesting dynamic. She's psychotic. She's the daughter of a psychopath. She's dealing with a lot of shit internally, along with externally with a real killer. So her character, in my opinion, was the most interesting out of the entire movie, by far. And I'm very interested to see where they take the sister dynamic between Sam and Tara going forward as well. I think that the new Scream franchise needs to embrace the new characters while using the legacy characters in the right way. I don't think that they need to continue to bring back Gale and uh, Sydney, I th- I think that eventually Sydney needs to die. Even though Sydney in this movie was not the main target, or Sydney in this movie wasn't really needed to be in Woodsboro, it was just kind of a plus for the killer to get her there. Because every Scream movie's been about Sydney, except for Scream Five. Scream Five was all about well, Sam. And was all about Tara, really. It was about those two. It was never about Sydney. And they also talk about the requels, which is like a reboot sequel. So, like, basically, it's like the new Halloween's a requel. It's rebooting the franchise where it's like forgetting a bunch of the movies except for the first one. So it's a sequel to the first one, but it's rebooting all those other movies, basically. So it's a requel. It's like a reboot sequel, and they name it after the original. Same thing with the new Scream. It's a requel in a way, but it's, in all honesty, Scream 5 is not a requel. It's it's really a sequel, but they're going with new characters. Because if they were doing a requel, they would have forgotten, like, Scream 2, 3, 4, but they didn't. So it's not really a requel. 
it's it's more like a sequel, but they are trying to make it a requel somehow, which just makes no sense to me. Um, but now we have a term for it, so that's that's nice. Um, but yeah, um, Scream, twenty twenty two, good movie, good kills. Um, it's just you know the 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 villains, the reason for them being killers, pretty pretty weak. Um, and I would have to say, uh. Guessing who the killers were weak. Outside of those two elements, the movie did everything else well. And like I said, yeah, if 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 this movie, like did like had you guess the killers really quickly and their motives sucked, but everything else sucked, like they didn't develop the new characters, they didn't make Ghostface feel like Ghostface, and they strayed too far off the path. This movie could have easily been the first flop, in my opinion, in the Scream franchise. And that's the thing with Scream. Like I said, it's hard to make a Scream movie fail because you're trying to guess who the killer is all the time. There's always something interesting going on. Um, but I think that this Scream movie did very well. I think it did better than Scream 4. I think Scream 4, the reason I didn't like Scream 4, it didn't have anything to do with the characters. I liked the characters, but the problem was they were still so focused on Sidney Prescott and the, and, and then the fact of becoming famous and stuff. Scream 4 was not a bad movie by any means, even though it's the least favorite of mine. It's just, I think that, you know, to make a really high-end Scream movie, you've got to have good character development, rather that's old characters or new. You've got to have Ghostface feeling like his original self from Scream 1, being more brutal, but also embracing new technology as well, encompassing all those things, and it will work out fine. Now, Scream is a hard movie to, fr- you know, to fail. Like, it's a hard franchise to make bad. Um, hopefully their next sequel is good as well. I'm hoping so. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what they do with the Scream franchise going from here. But I was very happy with this movie. I was very impressed. I was honestly, you know, um, I didn't think that they would kill Dewey, but they did. So, you know, good for them adding stakes. I mean, I love Dewey. You know, we gotta add steak. Somebody's gotta die. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. I will be starting to watch Moon Knight soon. I'm waiting for at least three or four episodes to come out before I get Disney Plus to watch uh, Moon Knight, and then we can talk about Moon Knight and what I think about the friend or the series. Um, but until then, you know, uh, I hope you all have a good one. You know, hopefully you're all not sick and you're staying well. Go by No Way Home, and I'll catch you on the next one.